Other people's money. Other people's money brought to you by Old Mutual. Get fast business funding in a flash with SME Go, powered by Old Mutual. Old Mutual Life Assurance Company, SA Limited, is a licensed FSP and life insurer. Welcome for the first time to a double header. We've never before had two guests on Other People's Money. And for the first time, we're doing that this evening. And I think it could be a little bit tense because they're both... Well, one of them at least is a shameless attention seeker, and the other um, is, tries to keep things together and hold it all together. But we're going to try it tonight. The turn of Conrad Koch and Chester missing. Um, maybe to you first, Chester. I, I'm hoping this is the correct protocol. How are how are you doing? I've, I've seen you stuffed into an overhead bin today, going on your travels. Um, it must be nice to get out for once, because lockdown, I think, has been quite hard on you. Your complexions—you're looking a bit pale. Bruce, I don't know why I was in lockdown. I mean, I'm made out of latex. I'm literally a PPE. <laughs> exactly. I was wondering why you couldn't just go off on your own, which is why this conversation's a bit awkward, actually, because I'm asking you to be a bit disloyal to Conrad because you guys have been together for an awfully long time, haven't you? Disloyal. Bruce, the moment someone else learns ventriloquism, I'm leaving this fool. He's been riding on my career way too long. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, um, have you guys been quite busy? Um, you know, lockdowns were hard on everybody in the entertainment industry. You and your friend Conrad, and I think he's been as caring as he could be. But has life been quite tough during these lockdowns and um, improving, I hope, as things open up a little? Well, you need, to, you need to understand, Bruce, I'm a puppet, so I don't eat, so I don't care. But um, Conrad, what do you think? Um, Bruce, I, I, we've been doing, never mind about him. We've been doing virtual shows, Bruce, and we got really good at them. So I gate crash people's Zoom meetings. The whole finance sector, if there's a bank, I gate crash their meetings. Every bank you can name, even the World Bank, every bank I was in. No sperm banks, but uh, <laughs> everyone else. Uh, Conrad, okay. I mean, just if you can just give Conrad a turn, please. I know you've interrupted him once or twice already. Uh, but, but Conrad, I mean, this idea of interrupting. Okay, geez, I knew it was going to get messy. Conrad, I mean, okay, so Conrad, don't hurt him, please. Um, this idea of, of crashing Zoom meetings is actually quite brilliant because there have been a number of cases, particularly in the early stages of lockdown, where Zoom meetings were being crashed, sometimes by pornography, sometimes by accident, sometimes by uh, malicious intent, and sometimes just by children in the background. Uh, the idea then of sort of utilizing your renegade skills, yours and, of course, Chester's renegade skills, I don't want to leave them out. Um, I think my was, skills, Bruce, my skills. Uh, okay, okay shush. Okay, all right. He's quite precocious. I mean, has he become more precocious in lockdown? Of course he has. We've been locked up together. We lived it. What are you saying? You? He's making me talk, Bruce. Stop acting like it isn't you. That's like Malusi Gigaba walking around acting like he's not the Gupta's guy. Come on, man. <laughs> so, I mean, the, so you, you adapted to the online environment, and I, I see you are traveling again, which is great. Yeah, Bruce, you know... Um, lockdown um, actually ended up being, obviously the first two months was like, whoa, how do we translate this? But the truth is that, um, you know, I've to blow my trumpet a bit, I've, you know, I've got a master's degree in corporate culture, anthropology of business, and um, corporates needed to get their people to talk to each other, to connect, all that informal organization that is actually how organizations run, uh, by the water cooler, going out to have coffee, just generally seeing each other um, in, in formal spaces stopped happening. 
And so they needed to recreate the rapport that they had lost. And I just developed a, a show that was good at that. Plus the tech allows us to do pretty much what I would do on TV with Guede Mantashe or Helen Zilla. Now I could do with your CEO. So you'll give me pictures of your CEO uh, at his, in his home gym or home gym. And then I'll ask some questions about it. And it's a bit like it's got that intimacy because it's just Chester and them on the screen. And we turn on everyone's cameras and mics and everyone's laughing and we call up random people and it had that uh, what Chester was able to do with the fun of late night news and all that I could bring to the corporate space in a way that live actually would be harder to do so I actually had a very good year last year even though it was in lockdown um, and what's great is now we can jump back on stage you know I've got a new show called Rama Puppet and you know Bruce <laughs> we haven't been able to talk to people have we? We haven't yeah. been able to go out and chat, so we don't know what people think. So it's been great doing anti-vax jokes. I've toured all over the country, and I'm in Joburg and Pretoria this week. It's been great. Uh, that's it's, it's so nice to hear. It really is. But this this idea of being able to transcend the digital world, and by uh, forcing people to put their cameras on, forcing people to switch their microphones on, uh, a lot of the podcasts I listen to do this very effectively, so you get the sense of the studio audience. So it's not a dead sort of one-way traffic, which is fine if you're delivering a speech or you're delivering a presentation. That's okay. But you are, I mean, all comedians, uh, even ventriloquists and their puppets, whether they be PPE or not, um, all re you require that feedback loop because you want to respond to the audience responding to you. Well, that's exactly the thing. And you, 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 you time your, your, your material and you lean your material into what is creating um, energy. Plus, there's actually research, uh, literal uh, psychologists have done research in New Zealand that found people laugh 30 times more in company than they do on their own. Because if you laugh on your own, they'll lock you away, you know. So <laughs> when you don't actually see people laughing, you're less inclined to laugh. But to be honest, uh, the comment section, surprisingly enough, uh, created that sense of community. People would like share memes and gifts uh, while you're busy doing the show. So we could do a lot with a comment section of it, but, but getting you to turn your mic on, wear a funny hat. I mean, we truly had some spectacular experiences. I, so I was busy doing a banking show early lockdown and I looked up and at the top corner of Microsoft Teams, there was a couple under a boma dancing, drinking wine in the middle of my show. And like... <laughs> Are you guys okay? Yo, we're just enjoying the vibe. <laughs> My goodness. No, but isn't that lovely though? Because people, I think yeah, we've, we've become a bit Zoom fatigued, but I think people have also just had to make it work for themselves and had to make, and you know, th that could be the coping mechanism. How old is Chester now, by the way? I mean, he's been, feels Everyone like he's, he's been a part of the film for a long time. He's been around. Yeah, he's, I've got a joke about uh, being captured. Uh, because Chester got given ties by Malusi Gigaba in about 2012. Uh, before we know, knew he was rolling with the Guptas, and he was actually deeply rolling, apparently, with the Guptas at that time. So, And uh, you know, I really like Malusi as a person, but I'm just sad about this dynamic. So Chester's joke in the show is, well, you know, people ask me, do I have Gupta ties? Yes, I do, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, that was eight, nine years ago. So, um, yeah, he's, he doesn't age because he's a puppet. So I just make a new Chester. Um, so the, he's got a variety of bodies and heads. But um, he, in, in my head, he's about 42. Oh, and, the, and so is he older than you? No, because I'm now 44. Oh, okay. So he is your junior, which is important. I think it's important. Yeah, to no, have that's that terrible. As well. 
I, the first time I've thought about this, because when I decided how old Chester was, I was younger than him. So now you've ruined my day, Bruce. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> my puppet's my puppet's younger than, <laughs> and his and his complexion is fabulous. Uh, it, oh, it really no, he is. He gets lighter and lighter, and then he gets dirty, and then people complain, and then I paint him up, and then he breaks because I go in the streets. I do. I'm done. I've done very well on TikTok of all places, but that I go in the and with our SABC show we had now, I go in the streets and ask people silly questions, and uh, then he gets a bit broken because people do strange things to him. Has he been clubbed a couple of times? Well, he deserves it, frankly. Oh, yeah, people touch him and bang him and, you know, he's just a... Lucky puppet. Um, what, what are his... <laughs> what, what, sure what touch and bang us too. <laughs> what, what are his origins? I mean, what was the first notion of, of, of Chester? Because he wasn't your first puppet. You, you've had other characters before. Yes, of course. And, and that's what's great about this show now, Rama Puppets, is it's got some of those older characters in it that have been reinvented for the times we're in and a new character, a couple of new characters I'm super excited about. So Chester started, you know, I did a master's degree in anthropology thinking about how race, class, etc., post-apartheid uh, South Africa, like what is the conversation that needs to be had? So Chester initially was a dude to speak that to me. So how do I reflect on that? as a white South African, as a middle-class South African, as a South African. So he, so he started out uh, as a dude of color, a colored guy, but hopefully was my goal, and plenty would disagree, but the, my goal was to sort of to, what, to break down what they call in anthropology racial essentialism. So the concept of me as this white dude, the clear idea of who I am and my place, and start reflecting on the advantages that I received from apartheid, etc. So... That's what where he started. Um, obviously, then once I dealt with the question of blackface, which I did in my shows repeatedly, and, uh, and, and it was profound. Um, he, he, it stopped being necessary for him to be of color. That conversation was no longer one that I was going to explore. Like I explored it to death, and also it, I found that going to say Canada because um, the joke was never laughing at him for being of color. The joke was. Uh, on me and my privilege. But, um, you know, there comes a point where firstly, to get that conversation going, it's actually better to be more, and this is going to uh, ruffle some feathers, but to be more gentle with white people. And Chester was very tough on white people back in the day. Still is in some shows. Got a show on racism, there he is. Uh, but so it became, this show, for example, is all about fun. It's just about a fun shared space. I've got a puppet who is my Afrikaans teacher from school because I went to those southern suburbs, Rondebosch type schools where they play rugby. And this is my Afrikaans teacher, Mr. Dixon. And he talks about the trappe van vergelijking, you know, groot, groote, grootster, dom, dommer, Steve Hofmeyer. You know those jokes. Uh, sorry, was that a joke? Sorry. Uh, anyway. um, <laughs> you just Conrad... thought that was the trappe. You thought that was a fact. <laughs> Conrad Koch and Chester missing with us this evening. We're going to talk about money in a moment because Conrad and Chester have had a good lockdown in terms of entertainment. They've been privileged. They have managed to crack the code uh, and in some cases other people's code so they can crash into their uh, into their meetings. Uh, they, we're going to chat more about money and what comedians do, ventriloquists do uh, when it comes to money. More on that in a moment. The Money Show. Other people's money. 
So before lockdown, uh, Conrad Koch and Chester Bissing were doing live events. They were doing concerts. They were doing lots of corporate gigs and were incredibly, incredibly busy. They kept busy through lockdown. And you say that you, you had a good lockdown, uh, Conrad, in terms of income. But was it equivalent to pre-lockdown levels? I mean, I ask CEOs this question all the time, and you are CEOs of your own enterprise, uh, joint CEOs, uh, no doubt. Um, so did you match your income last year versus the year before, or were things just a little bit tighter? Um, no, I did better last year than the year before. But to be honest, um, I think the economy going into junk status had already wobbled the corporate market. So um, it was lower than years previously. Comedy industry in general was just because, it, you know, it's the thing that people cut first. And what lockdown did for the first three months, because income just properly disappeared. For Well, not properly disappeared because I was up and running very fast. But um, what happened is there were times where it went very dead. So like a month, August last year, just dead, nothing. So you had to budget far better. But once you had, the actual turnover ended up being far higher. Because, for example, I could do three corporates in a day or in in a morning because I didn't have to travel anywhere. I just click another link. So um, we, we managed to maximize on that. And so, so the busy season was busier with more income because people needed to know what to do. And anyone who could clearly handle a virtual show, you know, having a backup UPS, having camera switches, having backup LTE means that they know that you can be, I'm better than the person organizing their events at, organ, at, at managing the virtual tech side. That, you know, that we have a company now that we started that does that called web shows. So, um, the, the to be honest, it ended up being better, but it was off a low base. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the point is that you've uh, transcended it. And do you see that continuing in terms of the way in which you could access new markets? Because travel takes an awfully long time. Um, and as you say, getting from, from event to event is time-consuming and setup takes time. Whereas if you simply are clicking on a link and going to the next show, um, it, it's a lot more efficient. It is, Bruce, but everybody likes to laugh in the same room and corporates know that having people together uh, increases team spirit, camaraderie, identifying with the corporate culture. So I think that live is back and strong. I'm getting a lot of um, live inquiries. I've been touring my live show. People are keen to come out. You know, the flights are packed. Uh, restaurants are busy. I mean, we'll probably have a fourth wave and then we'll go back. But people, so it's always going to be a hybrid. Um, There will be a a whole wing of virtual work where like I'm doing an awards ceremony tomorrow for a big insurance company that's all across Africa and uh, an investment company. And so that kind of situation where you want to reach people in funny places or you don't have the budget to fly everyone in. So suddenly virtual will be an aspect of our work. But uh, from next year, um, we're definitely looking at the overseas traveling and, and Edinburgh Festival and so on. Um, you know, live is got its own special magic because I found out this Rama Puppet show I'm touring now. Yeah, look, live, there's nothing beats live, nothing beats a, the live audience and the pulse of a room. It's most certainly is very, yeah. very helpful. Do you, are you a good investor? Do you put money away for the future? Is Chester's future secured? He's not going to be sort of <laughs> sent to some sort of recycling plant when his days are over. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to sell himself on. He's going to sell sell himself on uh, Gumtree. Um, <laughs> imagine that ad. Um, you know, I I have I've invested almost. I've invested on the a basic fronts in terms of um, retirement annuity type things, but I poured have poured most of my money into building an overseas market for myself. So you've got to go overseas for months at a time and work in Australia and the UK and Canada and not really, you'll make money in that you'll make enough to be there, but you're not earning your corporate money back in South Africa. So I've invested in my career and it's sitting on the edge of just exploding. I've got this amazing management in the UK that's Trevor Noah's previous management, Louisa Gola's management, who are, you know, what I do with politics and ventriloquism is unique in the world. So um, that's where my, I'd say I've invested mostly, which is a strange position to be in because then you can't, you can't take that money back when lockdown happens. Um, But at the same time, then in order to survive, I think the, the cleverest thing that happened with me was an accountant friend of mine helped me to tighten up my uh, my budget. And that made a huge difference. So just going through and being much more precise with where I invest and how I spend each month was groundbreaking for me, to be honest. Because, you know, I've always done well out of comedy, but to, to back foot and go, how do I make sure I use my money more wisely was an incredibly helpful lesson, which I wouldn't have gone through without lockdown. Uh, and so, I mean, and, and this idea of globalizing also is a, is a terribly exciting extension uh, to the life of, of Chester. Does he take on a different pers- uh, persona when he when he goes global? Does he get all posh? Um, what, what happens? <laughs> Hello. To Hello. Hello. That's I say. That's how Chester says the Queen talks. Hello. She's got Africa's gold stuck in her nose. Hello. <laughs> but um, <laughs> where's where Arr. and where and where are the diamonds? Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're in the hats. They're in the, they're in her hats. Like it's take okay. a genocide to work day. This is a whole piece of the show. He's um he's got a whole thing about the Meghan Markle debacle. No, Chester when he's overseas is the same guy because the conversations we're having here are the same conversations having in Australia, Canada, the UK, um and and, and the United States is about how do we deal with the legacy of what's happened before and um without being stuck in it. And I'm really good at talking about that. And you know, so it's not. I wouldn't say it's diversity, that's the wrong word, but it's, it's sort of a conversation on colonialism and racism. Uh, that show is called, you know, the, my race, it's a conversation on racism. That is just prime. For, and when I go overseas, it's explosive. You know, I've got f- five-star reviews in Canada, Australia, um, just raving about, and that was the tame version. So I'm very excited to be taking that show over. Um, and then exploring the South Africa, you know, the South Africa market still is a wonderful place to work. We have a very unique brand of humor. I mean, where else do you home? As Chester says, you know, we have self checkout in South Africa. We just have to work out the payment system. <laughs> oh, I've missed you guys. It's a Chester missing joke for the people who didn't get it. I know <laughs> it's fabulous. Joke. I know I like you it. got it, but you know, you gotta you gotta make sure everyone's with you on the trip. Can I no, tell them absolutely. when they can come see my show in Joburg? Of course, go, 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 quickly. So it's on the 13th. That's Wednesday night at the Funk Barn, Four Ways. You book at Quicket. And in Pretoria uh, on the 15th at the Proteo Fire and Ice, you book at Quicket. I can't wait. It's such a funny show. Rama Puppet. Bring your, it's 13 and up. Is uh, Welcome in the room. Ooh. It's total fun. And, uh, yeah, it's very much a, you can breathe. It's not rude. Uh, and it's very much about all the fun, crazy things we've gone through in South Africa. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us this evening. Conrad Koch, also Chester.
Never forget Chester. Thank you, Chester. Um, have a good evening. He's probably gone to bed. He's much younger than Conrad Koch.